Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears. Multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. So there's a reason why I started Blood Origins. And that reason is simple. Is that I wanted to convey the truth about hunting. It brings awareness to, to non-hunters that it's, it's more than just killing animals. How do I start it? Brittany. My name. My name. Is, Does my hair look okay? It's fantastic. My name is Mike Axelrod. Start again. Yeah, I hated it too. <laughs> Braxton, you said something in the car to me. You said that you were living on borrowed time. Hmm. There's a perception around who hunters are, what we're supposed to be, and a... A feminist that works for a non-profit that is a hunter that has only eaten wild game for the last 20 years is likely not the thing that people think about when it comes to a hunter. You want it? Yeah, your audio is fine. You're not loud, you're normal. Baby-faced Cody today. We may have to put this like visual of this podcast on YouTube for the first time so everyone gets to see your true self. It's not gonna last. Your true self? The uh, the lack of beard is not gonna last. Well, you do live in a snowy climate, so there's you know. I've got a beard, and I live at fifty degrees humid, you know, moist environment. So we have a changing president, and a changing president means a state of the union, right? A state of play. Every, every year there's a state that's supposed to be a presidential state of the union, but it gives us an excuse to talk about the blood origin state of the union, yes. Yeah, I love it. We've never done a state of the union, so I'm quite excited about it. Um, you know, I think 2020 was a, was a banner year, and I'll tell you the, the single reason why it was a banner year, Cody. What's that? Because I got a general, I got a sergeant in arms in 2020. Right, the double, doubled the workforce. Doubled the workforce, exactly. It's the kind of year we had. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, right in the middle of the year. So it was cool to, I'm a dated guy that if I had come on like August 11th, it would have pissed me off because I wouldn't have been able to do the math easily to average out yearly type things. Um, yeah, you came on June the 1st. Right, yeah, so exactly exactly six months of, of time spent uh you know hopefully helping hopefully helping the cause of blood origins it's nothing prodding you yeah some cases you just gave me a bunch of flack i don't know if that helped not or not but uh i think it helped i think it i think it made the made the uh 
just sharpened the stone. Well, the other thing that happened in 2020 is I didn't kill a bear for the third time. Yeah, that's an ever. <laughs> that's not a thing that happened. That's the thing that still didn't happen. Correct, correct. But we did turn into a non-for-profit organization. We changed Blood Origins from, you know, I think I used to call us a platform into this now 501c3 organism that, uh, you know, changed its mission, changed the mission from, you know, and I was on a podcast the other day and someone asked me how's Blood Origins changed. And it's interesting that in the beginning, it was more about me searching for why I hunted. And so I was asking individuals or other people and filming them in such a way that I could get their why out of them and then distributing it to people who wanted to know the same thing I did. And now it's changed into this, this beast that is this mission to convey the heart. We call it conveying the truth around hunters and hunting to this non-hunting demographic that's going to keep our lifestyle alive, essentially. And um, yeah, it's taken on a life of its own, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I, think, um, I mean, the coolest thing of the whole thing for me is it's working. You know, um, whether it's the it's the private messages that we receive, or even some of the open to the public comment discussion slash debates that we have, um, it's really really cool to me when using facts actually sways a person, actually informs a person to reality instead of them standing on a soapbox spewing their perceptions. Um, and that actually happens on a regular basis in this project. Um, we have it on a podcast. Um, I've forgotten the young lady's name, but the young lady from Africa. Yeah, Mima, Mima Some. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. She made this statement that she was pushing back at you. Not in, a, not in an angry way, there was nothing, that was a, it was a great discussion, but she was pushing back at you and made this statement like, well, there's no game left in America, so mm-hmm. you just wanna to come to Africa to kill ours. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's just, you know, it, it couldn't be. Well, it's interesting, we brought in this whole, we've actually- be farther from the truth. The whole fact side of things is something we never focused on before, right? We didn't have the talking heads on a Sunday tackling issues, tackling hot topics, tackling idiots spouting nonsense about hunting, idiots putting ludicrous legislation forward and addressing them head on in a very, uh, you know, non-confrontational, very gray rhetoric, but full of facts and making people think, right? We didn't have that, we didn't have that, we didn't have the proof, we didn't have what we call those talking heads the truth. All we really focused on, which is the beautiful blend now, is the heart and the emotional side of people, which is also something that people resonate with, right? The people, like that's something tangible that if you can't, if you can't get someone with facts, the only other way you're gonna get them is with emotion. 
Yeah, no, I, I mean, and, and there's just different types of people in the world. For me, it's, I'm the guy that sees a meme on Instagram that says a thing. And, you know, for the last year, it's been almost all political based here in the United States, but it doesn't matter. It's a hunting, like I saw a meme um, here recently in the past that someone was trying to ban bear hunting in California. My instinct when that happens, honestly, I'll say this, it wouldn't matter to me if you posted it, Robbie. I consider you a completely reliable source, but I instantly drop out of Instagram and start researching it. I mm -hmm. want to know the actual truth about it. Mm -hmm. Now that doesn't mean that I don't love the emotion that comes out in Blood Origins episodes um, and you know that deeper sense of, I have it. When, it, when, it, when, when I'm in the woods, there's some Walt Whitman shit happening in my brain, right? I can't put it into words. I don't know what it is, but there's things happening to me. I love that part of it. Um, but when it comes to our mission of conveying the truth, I'm a firm believer that we can't just say, we also are on the hard part of the argument. We've talked about this before. Hey, we're the guys that shoot animals and we're saving animals. You right. say that out loud without some facts behind you, you know, it's easy for the other side to make their claim. It seems more logical at, at, at the surface level. Um, so I, I'm not saying that the, that the proof and the fact-based stuff was, was at all my idea, but it's something that I really support now that I'm on board. I love the other stuff. You know that. It's what yeah. brought me to, to prod you to be involved. But if we're actually going to go after that mission that we've morphed to, um, not if, we, we decided six months ago. Right. But if we are actually going to go after that mission, that we've got to lay facts in front of people. Um, and and it, the, the cool thing about it is the facts are on our side, right? When you yeah. actually get to the facts, yeah. um, they're, they're on our side with what we're saying. I think the other, so when you look at what we post, right? So if you, a reflection of 2020, it's almost this blend of the, the emotional side of blood origins and this factual side of blood origins. And we talk internally of how we've created almost this mini network of content in that we've got our traditional core blood origins episodes that, you know, are going to pull your heartstrings and punch you in the gut. They're going to make you want to go hug your daughters and your, and your boys and, you know, hug your grandpa and whatnot. And then you've got the fact-based side where we podcast and have hard-hitting, iron-sharpening, iron-type conversations. We have our talking heads. We have the proof series. And then we decided also we can't be everywhere at once in terms of telling people stories. Everyone has cell phones, so why don't you guys just send us what it means to you to hunt from anywhere in the world, and we'll put it on our platform. And we did it with the This Is My Why series, right? And then we took it one step further and we said, why don't we invite non-hunters to give their perspectives on what hunting is? Because that's the difference maker right there is that people in the, in the non-hunting space and the anti-hunting space have this idea of what a hunter is supposed to be, but they've never met a hunter. They've never interacted with a hunter. They never had a conversation with a hunter. So we're trying to give the hunter's perspective 
But if you still feel that like that's biased, well, here's a non-hunter that's just like you that lives with a hunter and let them give their perspective on hunting. As well as the diversity. Everything you said is absolutely spot on. I also oh yeah, Finland, Spain, Australia. New Zealand, Australia. Well, and all the way from, you know, the elite wealthy have been to Africa 40 times to not, to, to, to the other end of the spectrum, first time hunter, not wealthy, just wants to experience yeah. it. And everything in between of every color and gender um, and, and multiple nationalities, I, I think to me, you know, I, I, in, in life, I preach a lot about, I think that tribalism and putting people in buckets is our single biggest problem. And when someone says, you know, hunters are just, you, you can't complete that sentence. You, you, that it's, it's not a fact to complete that sentence because there's people of every realm, every motivation and every cause um, doing this, taking part in this. Um, and I think that the diversity is another part of it that I think is really, really cool. Yeah, the diversity thing that pops into my brain is us filming last year, a Spanish aristocrat who's won the Weatherby to Jonathan West, who's an African-American out of Nashville who's never hunted in his life before. Right. I mean, literally opposite ends of the spectrum in their hunting experience. Geography ethnic, you know, everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Everything. And uh, I think that's a cool part of it is, you know, is breaking down. It's amazing the things that people think are true. And it's really, it, Jonathan says in his Blood Origins episode, I'm going to paraphrase, but something to the effect of his own family says hunting. That's, that's not something you do. White people do that, right? And we, we've shown multiple times, and, and we all know, those of us that are in the hunting community know that that's not, that's not a true statement. Um, and I don't think that stuff comes, a, a lot of times I don't think it comes from malice. It's just like genuine misinformation. We had a guy on Facebook, that guy, it'll, I'll never forget that guy that said, I can't believe that all these hunters go to Africa and shoot animals and cut their heads off and leave it to rot. Mm -hmm. And we were able to very quickly pull incredibly unbiased sources. National Geographic was one of my, the sources that I used, that that is not the case. That is not what, ha what happens with legal hunting of animals. Um, and the guy almost instantly was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that's the case that the people of Africa use this resource after the, the hunter takes the animal. Um, that, that to me are the great ahas of mm -hmm. the last six months is mm -hmm. actually informing people with facts. Um, and you, and you do it and, and all of our, our camera crews and people across the world working on it, um, do it in a really classy, entertaining way. Um, and then you're phenomenal. Like there's so many pieces that have fallen into place. Cause honestly, if you didn't have your science background, our fact based, based proof stuff and, and your drive to 
cite every fact that you stay as well as go back in post-production and, and make sure that we're not lying. Right. Not giving them the facts, not lying, but, you know, misrepresenting. Correcting ourselves. Um, yeah, absolutely. Wanting to be correct instead of wanting to be, instead of wanting to win the argument. Um, it's a cool thing. Yeah. And let's not forget the biggest thing that we haven't mentioned at all yet is the fact that we uh, took a phenomenal model that was started by QU, this direct conservation implementation idea, and implemented five of them in six months. Five projects, a tar project in New Zealand, a soccer field in South Africa, feeding rhinos in South Africa, feeding a primary school and orphanage in South Africa, and then raising a bunch of money for a bunch of kids camps for Raise Them Outdoors in America. Which her post, her Instagram post on that was powerful the other day. Um, yeah. Yeah, how's that? We, did, we had no idea, right? We had no idea for Raise Them Outdoors that we just thought, hey, we're just going to raise all the money you need for camps next year. Little did we know the amount of money that our supporters, our donors raised is the single largest amount of money that she's ever been donated. Yeah, yeah. Incredibly, incredibly cool. Like it's, it's cool to be proud of a proud of a thing, not in an egotistical way, but that was awesome to see Aaron's Instagram post on that. I, I think the concept, you know, your concept of the projects and I'll, I'll echo what you said. Um, kudos to kudos to Kuyu. Um, shout out to Kuyu. Um, I think what they did with those sheep was honestly like how it how it should be done and could be done um and and hopefully is done a lot more and please anyone out there copy this model when you see something that needs to be done um just just go do it it's so easy um and as long as it's a viable project with a viable mechanism behind it um the hunting community will support it, right? We've, that's not a, six months ago, that was a, it wasn't a hope of yours and I's that the hunting community would support it. It was a hope that you and I were smart enough to figure out how to get the hunting communities to support it. Um, and it worked. If nothing else, we could, we could say we were because we funded more projects than we thought we were going to. Um, in the in the last six months of 2020 100 percent. so what's on the docket for 2021 um you know in in the, the way i see it it's a whole lot it, it's exactly the same thing right we're, we're going to keep doing what we're doing um and hopefully um reach a few more people with our message um and anyone that's that's listening to this that's one of our supporters please know that even as much as donating money to, to our cause, sharing our message on, on any given day, I could tell you that it might be more important or it might not, or they're, they're equally important. We have to have money to do the things and send the people and continue what we're doing. Um, but at the same time, our mission is our message. Um, and we want you to share it outside of, the uh the echo chamber we, we, we all somewhat live in an echo chamber right we surround ourselves with like-minded people 
but at the same time, you have that ability to get the message out um, to that non-hunter um, and, and help us with what we kind of informally call a, a public relations campaign for the hunting industry. Um, hopefully we, we reach more people, we do more and bigger projects. Um, that's the plan, right? We, we've laid out the plan. We pulled off our plan for the last six months of 2020 and now we're gonna go and do it again for 2021. Um, really more projects to come, more episodes to come. We've got phenomenal episodes in the can. I mean, incredible yeah. stuff as well as some, uh, some really ambitious projects. We're going to find out again, if we're, if we're, uh, I know, I know the community will come. We just got to figure out and make sure that we can get the message out to come help us. Um, yep. One super, super way that we're hoping people, you want to talk about the supporters program now? Yeah, let's do it, man. There's, you know, the supporters program is, is our way to, as you mentioned, the people that support us to just say thank you. Thank you for what you do for us, how you share our message and how you give us a little bit of money. And so what we've done is we have, if you've noticed over the years, we've not taken any money from any brand because we didn't want to lose the integrity of who we are. We don't want to belong to any brand. And that is specifically to recognize that this project doesn't belong to anyone. It belongs to everyone. And so because of that mission, We've had a lot of brands over the years come to us and say, hey, how can we help you? How can we support you? And we said, well, we'd love to have your money, but we, we can't take your money. And so we figured out a way to incorporate the brands that love us and support us with the people that love us and support us. And so what we've done is we built the supporters program. So for someone who donates three bucks a month, the cost of, I believe, it may be even more expensive than this, a black cup of coffee from Starbucks, three bucks a month. You will be eligible for now in time memoriam if you could keep donating three bucks a month or more. Obviously, we'll take more, five bucks or ten bucks. But you'll be eligible for all sorts of things every month, from seasonings to knives to exclusive discount codes and hunts and hunts, you know, from tar in New Zealand to lechwe in Zambia to stag in Argentina to local American-based hunts that you can, you don't even have to do anything. All you have to do is, is, is give us three bucks a month, monthly. You don't have to enter a raffle. You don't have to do any of that kind of stuff. We just decided to think outside the box of how we could support the people who have decided to support us. Yeah, and it's, it's incredible, right? Like anytime you launch a program that depends on the support of corporations and then, oh, by the way, you decide to do it in the middle of a global pandemic, um, your, your development guy gets a little anxious about how the heck are we going to get corporations involved in this, <laughs> right? Because none, none of them are having the perfect year right it's the pandemic has to some extent screwed things up or at least made things more complicated for everyone um and the outpouring was it, it was amazing i mean we're, we're approaching 40 different corporations or companies 
that have offered their products or services or discounts to our supporters. So just, you know, really quickly, everyone, I would invite everyone to please go check out the supporters program page on bloodvirgins.org. Um, see what's going on there. If you can't, I mean, it's $36 a year to be a supporter of Blood Origins. And it's not an opportunity to get things. You There, there are things that are just going to be given to every supporter monthly, um, as well as the opportunity to win more prize packages and even some legitimate hunt of, hunts of a lifetime for, for $36 a year going to a good cause. So that's the... Uh, I'm, I'm excited about it. I, I hope that we can really grow that program and get uh, continue to get more and more of a grassroots funding model supporting our mission. Yeah, and I think that's the key is that we have, we've, we've really given some thought about how do we fundraise. And to us, this idea of engaging the common man, the common Joe for three bucks a month. And as we've said before, they can give more, but that's all we're asking is $3 a month. And at the end of the day, you know, yes, at the goodness of your heart, you know where your money's going. It's going to support this message that's keeping your, your lifestyle alive for your kids and your grandkids one day. And at the same time, you get all this other, this, all this other potential stuff. Um, and who doesn't like free stuff, right? So it's not technically free, but... It's, it's worth more. You're, you're going to get... Just in savings alone, you're going to get way more than the than the thirty six dollar a year minimum. That everyone is going to receive that. So, um, very very cool project. Hopefully, everyone will go check that out. Hopefully, you'll spread the word about it, um, and we'll kick off. I mean, that's starting this month, starting here in February. Yeah. So when this podcast is live, the people are listening to this podcast. The supporters program is live. We want you to go to the website. There'll be links in Facebook. There'll be links in Instagram. There'll be links in Twitter. Just go check it out and sign up. You know, it's, it's not going to do anything. It's a super easy sign up process. Uh, we've got a phenomenal platform, fundraising platform that we've incorporated into what we do. And it's going to be very easy. Uh, and we've made it purposely easy for you to do that. So we appreciate your support. And we're obviously humbled and grateful always for your support, what you give us, and how you support us. Yeah, absolutely. It's incredible the response that we get back, the support that we get from people, the people that share our content, the people that, the people that send us a little bit of cash on a regular basis to help, the, to help keep the light out, lights on at the giant Blood Origins World Headquarters. <laughs> speaking of lights, speaking of lights, we can no longer do this on video, because we can no longer publish this as a video because in the evening I decided to rely on sunlight for my light for the, uh, I've now gone from very well lit to it's almost dark where I'm That's right. right now That's right. Absolutely nothing I can do about it. But. All right. Well, we'll, we'll sign off then. Go check out the supporters program. Yeah, absolutely. Check it out. Spread the word about the podcast, spread our message, help us with that. If you can't help us with the donation what he said. Well, that's it for today. I appreciate you listening, as always. Leave a review, share it with your friends, and most importantly, do what's right to convey the truth around hunting. 
A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, I'm the old there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery. Waypoint TV.